Welcome, everyone. I'm Reverend Jennifer Hadley, and it's my pleasure to introduce Venerable Dahani Oahu for her wisdom class today on New Year's Intentions. And Venerable Dahani Oahu speaks directly from her heart, offering pure wisdom teachings of direct insight and practical application in the tradition of Cherokee and Woodland View and Tibetan Buddhism. These are the mother and father's dreams that energize Venerable and are the foundation of all that she shares. Welcome, Venerable. Well, thank you so much for hosting this, Jennifer, and for your request so many years ago that I share these teachings in this way. I welcome each of you who are listening today and those who will listen to this recording in the future. We are change, we are growth, we are the firebirds arising from the ashes which have transformed the appearances of what we thought we knew. The essence of wisdom is within. The idea of the outside expert is glaringly clear to be flawed. So we look deeply within our hearts. We wake up and understand we are indeed the change that we've sought. No one else is to do it. It is for each of us to look at the nature of our hearts and minds and to give energy to that which is wisdom and life force enhancing. So how do we do it? We first begin with our thoughts observing which thoughts are arising within and do they have a basis in fact. We see how easily we can be entertained by the illusions of an idea and the idea itself can become like a, a thread holding us into a matrix of a, con a certain considered view. The awakened person understands the matrix is woven of mind and chooses the threads that weave the tapestry of one's own life. So the threads are our intention, our speech, our commitment to manifesting the wisdom that is within and understanding that we are all in resonance with one another. When it is forgotten, the resonance of the heart, it is difficult to see the threads of illusion. When the heart has been healed of its wounds, what wounds? The wounds of discomfort, the wounds of not being heard, the pain of suffering. It is part of the dance. And when we may allow the softening of our protective mode, the wisdom of the heart's direct experience becomes apparent. So what is the gate around the heart? Conceptual views threads that are woven of belief systems that are not necessarily based on the truth of our true creative capacity. So during this year, I invite you to peel away those concepts which are not based on truth. Well, how do you know what is truth? Initially, you sense truth as an ease in your breath, a depth in your respiration, a knowing in your belly, your heart, your mind. Often we have thought someone outside knows more than us, and actually the outside appearance is also a reflection of what we know. And it is for us to choose carefully the thought forms we accept. There is an old Native American story about feeding wolves. One is a good one, supporting you as you move through the forest and the mountains, and another is hungry and dangerous. 
and the hungry and dangerous wolf inspires fear. And the more fear there is, the more power he has. The kind wolf that leads you through the forest is fed by your recognition of what is good and your energizing the positive result. So the changes in our view and our willingness to nurture those thought forms that are indeed liberating. When thinking of a matrix, one can consider the beauty of a flag waving in the sky, a flag carrying prayers, aspirations, moved by the wind of change of thought and even hidden potentials. The winds circle the earth and our minds are interconnected through an electromagnetic grid work with those winds and the thoughts that are carried around. So we've seen over time that the belief systems change. In the past, people may have thought the earth was flat or there was nothing beyond Europe. Now we understand we are a multidimensional planet with many types of beings. Well, how do we understand this? We understand this through examining our heart's resonance, recognizing that when in nature, the voice of the trees, the collective communication of the trees is also sustaining us, and that we as human beings return something to the field. We return courage to be awake, courage to display and live as compassionate human beings. Display, what does it mean? It means that when there are arguments arising of them and us, that group being less worthy than another group, it is good that we understand that is a display of illusion because in truth, every atom, every photon, every subatomic particle is interconnected. What does it mean in terms of one's everyday life? It means that we can test these connections. And so during the year's practice and exploration, I will invite people to participate in certain heart-resonant tests where you can see for yourself by changing the view, changing the speech, we also bring about a change in the result. In this way, the threads that have woven the flag, those threads that are not wisdom enhancing or perhaps curtailing the beauty of the luminous field, they are pulled from our minds. And so it begins first with pacifying our inner conflict what is the inner conflict? Some feel doubt, some feel uncertainty. Many do not believe that there is an interconnected world. I wish to share with you during this coming year that we are interconnected and we will practice certain exercises where you can see the results. A simple one would be thinking of a friend you have not seen for years, inviting the heart memory of that friend to speak and sing loudly within your heart. And within some days, you will find out, hear about, or see that person again. So this is one example of the heart's resonance and how we as human beings are changing the script. Why change the script? Because the script of yesterday has been one of dominion, power over, and the arising truth is that of interconnectivity, that we are all related. And so for those who feel left out of the loop or disempowered, 
this is an opportunity to change the view, change the script, to sing the song of one's participation, recognizing that our speech and our thoughts contribute to the results. In this way, one steps out of the matrix. Well, what is the matrix? It is a collection of beliefs, and in many ways it is like an electronic fence, a fence of thought forms that we accept without examination. I say to you, these thought forms are Amaras, they're illusory energy beings that are only sustained by our belief in them. So what is there to believe in? That there are gems of wisdom within every being and that we have within the skills to accomplish wisdom, joy, compassionate action, and good relationships. And so it begins with each of us. There is much talk about the year of the phoenix, uh, the year of the firebird, as a time of transmutation. And yes, what is transformed? We see what was yesterday's ignorance becoming the potential within it of skillful action. For example, um, many in the past had jobs with large corporations, and now we see circles of cooperation, businesses created on local levels that share and the wisdom of the local community and skill sets, and also interface with larger circles of relationship. So the paradigm of uh, a job working uh, for someone else is becoming a opportunity of creating abundance through sharing wisdom and multiplying the skills we have individually through cooperative methods. So what does that mean? It means that there is nowhere to go. What we're doing right now, the people we are with in this moment, are the ones with whom we can actualize abundance, joy, and positive relationship. Let us not be distracted by the, the great noise uh, that is being displayed. Systems are changing, and we ourselves are the changers. So for this coming year, I, I want to share with you the ways in which we wake up because we are the change we sought and stepping out of the matrix. Why? So that we see the ongoing dance of creation and abundance. In April, we will just explore the energy of cleansing, purifying our view, energizing the results we seek, so each month, we will have a different topic of exploration. The truth is, right in this very moment, we are giving birth to tomorrow, and we are pacifying the appearance of conflict, purifying our thought, word, and action, energizing through right action the seed of awakened mind within, and joyfully walking together. And this concludes the talk, and I am open to your questions. Thank you, Venerable. And we have several people who've already written in some questions. And if you're on the phone or on the web call or on Skype, you can raise your hand to ask a question by pressing star 2 on your keypad, star 
two on your keypad. And for the questions that are written in here, we have Donna, who wrote, I feel great responsibility at this time and age, she's 57, to bring all that I've gathered in my basket up until now to my people. I need time, space, financial support, dedication, and focus to create all that my heart desires. How do I manifest this? Begin by sharing the music and the wisdom that you have acquired. And you manifest this in a simple way through writing and sharing samples of your music with others on the web and also within your community. Yes, you are gifted as a musician and your exploration of sound has revealed the medicine of awakening and also some keys to healing. So let people know what you have accomplished. And you can simply begin with uh, a website or a blog space where you can share samples of the sounds and short vignettes of the insights you've acquired. Thank you. And she asks uh, another question, which is, what do I have to do to start preparing for my grandmother's ceremony? Ah, to prepare for our grandmother's ceremonies, we recognize all that has sustained us and we apply the sweet medicine of appreciation. And we look at the symbols that describe our growth over time, what has inspired us, what has guided us. And those symbols become applicate images upon our shawls as we are acknowledging our dance through time and space inspired by such symbols. Thank you so much. And further questions, you can write in questions uh, on the box on the web page if you're looking at the class page on the website. If you're on the phone, star 2 to raise your hand and ask a question on the phone. Venerable, sometimes there's talk about goals versus intentions. I wonder if you could speak about that. Uh, a bit. Goals are uh, the result of intentions. And intentions are the results of one's life purpose. We come here to express the wisdom that is within and also in many ways to unravel threads that we've woven through time and space with others. We may bring balance to uh, our thought, word, and action. We may repay those who've been kind to us. And the life mission is actually to understand that we have not gone anywhere. We are continuously one with the seed of wisdom. And so the life purpose is to explore and see that we are one in the sea of great energy. And the mission is how we will fulfill that exploration and the reparation, if need be, and the declaration of compassion that ourselves and others reach the shore that is free from illusion. So the goal arises from the intention. I intend to understand how human beings are co-creators in the dance of appearances. So I study vibration, music, dance, chemistry, and I recognize the resonance of the heart. The resonance of the heart is the listening of meditation. The code of ethics is the means whereby the goal is made manifest. 
Thank you. Very helpful. I um, have a question here. I'm not sure who, uh, it doesn't say who wrote it in, but it says, Dear Venerable, thank you for this class. Can you please speak about the significance of this year being a one year? Yes. A chance of new beginnings, creative opportunities for everyone, uh, reinvention. It is a time of beginning again. And what do we begin with? The compost, the ashes, the wisdom of what we've already learned. When we think of ashes, we think of them as uh, from the fireplace that has revealed the elixir of warmth and the penetrating insight of experience. And so having this as a one year means our experiences reveal a, another layer of creative potential. So yes, we are creators indeed. And in this one year, no, I'm asking a question. <laughs> um, in this one year, with uh, this beautiful understanding of intention and goals, uh, I know you often speak of energize, uh, conceptualize, conceptualize yes. visualize, Ener energize, and do what needs doing. And how do we do that with our goals and intentions without attachment? Yes. Well, when we conceptualize uh, our family, clan, ourselves in good relationship, the attachment falls away as we recognize this concept of I is interconnected with myriad other beings. And this interconnection is most powerful and profound and the source of growth and change is within. So to have no blame or shame, to see it is a process as if we've dropped a pebble in a pond, that as our inner view is clarified, our relationships are clarified and our results are made clear. So when we have the dedication that something be accomplished for the benefit of all those with whom we have relationship and even those beyond, then we are in the right mind of compassionate activity. May I awake, may I be successful, may I accomplish whatever is the goal that family, clan, nation, all beings may benefit. Thank you. So a reminder to everyone that you can ask a question by raising your hand if you're on the phone or uh, calling in on the web. Uh, star 2 to raise your hand and then those who are Seeing the class page with the question box, you can ask a question and type something in there. I I wonder since uh, I'll, I'll keep I always have plenty of questions. <laughs> As um, this week we're uh, preparing to make welcome a new president in the United States and uh, there's uh, a lot of divisiveness many people are uh, deeply upset that um, this is our uh, the, about the manners and policies of this new president and yet we wish to live in a harmonious environment so those of us who are form holders in our community holding the form of right relation and and being an activist at the same time. Can you advise us how to hold that space in our family, in our workplace, in our community? 
Yes, as we see the um, the burning away and making apparent the confused states, it is wise that we hold the image of the ideal. So while there is an inauguration occurring that uh, appears and is uh, experienced as divisive, there is also the deep reconnection of human beings of like mind who are energizing an inauguration of love. We are stronger together and healthier together. The divisiveness is actually a old thought form that um, attempts to cover the wisdom that is within individuals working cooperatively. Uh, yeah, it is uh, anger is uh, initiated, fear is initiated, so that people abdicate their natural wisdom and ability to build. So it is the circles of right relationship that are most important in this time. Do not be uh, disturbed or taken from your seat of understanding by the shouting of wrong view. It is an illusion attempting to entrap and keep people divided when the real power which is becoming apparent is the power of people's hearts and minds together. So when people have a a burst of anger or upset, they go into reaction very quickly. Uh, obviously that's a self-teaching moment and if anybody else is watching, there's a teaching opportunity there. Uh, do you do you have something someone could say to themselves, that maybe a catchphrase or a few words to help them yes. come back into their right mind? When we see the expression and the manipulation of the heart-mind connection through divisiveness and the words of them and us, let us come back to the memory that the trees of the forest are rooted in the moment and interconnectively support one another. Let us replace the thought of anger with the power and the thought of the power of the trees rooted in the moment. Mm. Beautiful. Thank you so much for that. Well, it's certainly a rich time for us. And Kimber oh, Kimberly's writing in here. She says, are sentient beings connected to our subconscious in communication for a deeper connection? Are the two looked at together or separate? Thank sentient, you. Yeah, that's a beautiful question. Sentient beings we recognize and perceive through the resonant pulse of our heart and the earth. And whether you think of them as subconscious, ultimately they are not separate from the fields of mind which we consider myself and others. So like many grains of sand upon the beach, they are connected, they're on the beach, rolled by the wind and the waves, yet they are still the beach. And so sentient beings, as we become more clear, the way through resonance coupling becomes more clear for others. And in this way, the bodhisattva may keep their vows that we each reach the shore. May all beings reach the shore free from illusion. So on the ultimate sense, sentient beings and self are not separate energy potentials arising from clear light. On the relative experience, 
sentient beings are echoes intertwined with the song of the earth and our lives. Mm. Thank you. Kimberly also writes, thank you, love, love, joy, joy. <laughs> yeah, so we have time for more questions here. Star 2 to raise your hand if you're on the phone. I'd like to ask a question of Venerable. Works the same if you're on the web call. And uh, Kimberly's raising her hand here. Go ahead, Kimberly. I'm sorry. It's uh, maybe Dan. This is Kimberling Dan. Okay. I don't hear the person. Yep. Maybe I... you have your maybe they have their phone self-muted in Sacramento. Somebody in Sacramento. Um, can you can you hear me now? Yes. Can you? Oh, okay. Thank you. I'm sorry. I had myself muted. Yes. Um, uh, first, I'd like to say, and this is Kathleen speaking, and I'd like to say to um, uh, to you, Venerable, I'm uh, deeply grateful to hear of your beautiful voice. It's wonderful on this morning. <laughs> and um, I would like to ask a question about um, song and vibration. And, uh, uh, you know, the song, Wei Nei Nea, um, I like to understand it more energetically how it works, I sort of visualize it as going out into the world and replenishing all of the healing energy in Lake Atagahi. And I, I'm not—I'd like to know if that's correct, or I mean, if the, if you could help me to understand exactly the energetics of that song. Yes, happily, uh, happily. Yes, the it is a sound that you can hear deep in the stones and caves of the earth. A very low octaves of song, and it is a song that is in resonance with the pulse of our sun and the black hole within our galaxy. And so it actually begins, as all appearances begin, our perception thereof through our own heart awareness. And so as the heart recognizes its natural luminosity and the appreciation for this gift is experience, the song goes out as an echo and a continuing conversation with the primary tones, the pedal points that have given rise to the domains we live in, earth and the overtones of earth as we know them. So the song is within us and it is also resonating from the depth of space. And we ourselves are one with that sound. And it is also a sound that is conveyed in water. The water that first arose with the formation of matter, having the original song within. That original water recalibrates and restores the memory of who we are. And so by making prayer over the water, singing the chant over the water, the full power of the lubrication, the intelligence of awareness, pristine, is revealed through the sound and the water. So it is within and without simultaneously. Oh, uh, thank you so very much. Thank you very, very much. You're welcome. 
carries on the wave of natural wisdom. In this time, the phoenix arises. The exploration of the individuals clearly reflects the unity of heart and mind and the ability to actualize what is wisdom and life force enhancing. So it is within each of us, this understanding. And so in the past we looked out, and certainly by looking out we see roadmaps. And the roadmaps, they remind us of how others have explored and each of us explores the heart of wisdom within. And so we can explore along uh, with certain criteria. So we can look at the electromagnetic resonance of the heart, the power of the voice and the song of music and understand the power of the mind to, in this very moment, restore the harmony in the DNA structure of family, clan, uh, land. So the choice is to restore the resonance of the heart. And not to be hypnotized by the illusion there is not enough time for this or that. Uh, the real power of human beings, we are the power of change and growth. And it is to remember that with our words, how we care for one another, our actions, we are determining the future. So. Yes, it appears divisive behavior around, and we see wrong actions, and we choose to energize and work together on inaugurating streams of love and cooperation. And for those of you who are in New York City, one of the co-members of a women's council I am part of, it's an international women's council, on uh, the day of the inauguration, Ellen Burstyn will be having a gathering uh, where she will inaugurate a stream of love. And uh, in many parts of the world, people are inaugurating streams of love. It is the wise person who energizes the vision without fear, and let us each be those wise beings. Thank you. Thank you so much for all of that. And we have a question written in from Laura, who writes, Are you aware of individuals that are experiencing that ancestors who are coming through the veil seeking healing at this time? Can you speak oh, to this? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. This is a wonderful time because we have reached a certain overtone in the cosmic song. The veil between the past and the future reveals itself in the now. Uh, the veils fall away. And by heeding our response, by transforming our response to what may have been the suffering of our ancestors in the past, we actually heal the threads of wrong view and the causes then become skillful action and balance in the present and may make a change in the future. So in this moment, we do make corrections. Some years ago, I had the experience of my descendants from the future visiting me. 
and uh, they came to speak about they were uh, at least a hundred generations out, and they said they peopled the stars. They were in many different worlds, and they came to remind me of the importance of uh, whole food and not to eat GMO food, but it would have an impact on the future. And did I know about the dangers of ingredients added to water? Uh, so that impelled me to move uh, to a place where there was clean, where there is clean water, and to consider carefully the food I eat. Uh, why? Because the future generations are growing from our actions in this present moment. And in this present moment, the sorrow that our ancestors may have experienced through the different holocausts that have occurred. In the native tradition, we periodically make a sacred fire where we offer food and bits of cloth for those who may have uh, frozen on the trail, who were lost, or who experienced suffering. We also offer the herbs that are uh, ameliorating or healing to what may have been the illnesses they experienced. One example of healing the past is uh, experience through homeopathy, where children who are hyperactive uh, find results uh, through taking a medication that is meant to heal the itching of scabies mites, which their ancestors experienced many years ago, and which is left in the present as an itch. That child resolving the issue, bringing to balance the experience of the elders' past, the ancestors' past, also alleviates the suffering of the ancestors in the past and changes the future for the individual as well as all those associated with the individual. So in this moment, we each make a difference. In this moment, we are energizing the future we choose. And it appears sometimes the divisive echoes of them in us are speaking to or attempting to uh, cause forgetfulness of the power of our voices and our thought to correct what was out of balance. So what has caused harm to the body-mind? Uh, we have natural antidotes, and the first is the antidotes offered by nature, and the most powerful antidote is uncontrived awareness and the understanding that all appearances arise from space, and that the most potent energy is the energy of love, compassion. It is what magnetizes and brings forth the results. So where there are the, uh, the boogeyman, so to speak, uh, espousing fear and danger, let us recognize that the change we seek is within us and fear it asks for a clear roadmap, and it only feeds upon itself. So replace what future one thinks is fearful with the ideal 
that you wish and choose to energize. Thank you. Thank you so much. And we have a question from Debbie, uh, who writes, So many times now I find myself wanting so badly to change others' views to come closer to my ideal of connectedness, which comes across as judgment and its own subtle divisiveness. Help. Yes, yes, yes. How wonderful that you recognize the uh, dilemma. And the only view that one can change is their own. And we can recognize the common points of uh, agreement and also understand that there is an ideal of agreement. What do we agree to? We basically agree to walk together on Earth and to express the wisdom potential within, then there are uh, streams of the water's wisdom separated that become my way, your way, my method, your method. Ultimately, the wise person recalls that all those streams and those methods have arisen from the mind and let us choose carefully the ways in which we communicate. So loving someone is not to change them, and loving each other is to understand the different ways in which the human dance is expressed. Judgment, why don't they do it this way or that, uh, becomes a question of separation. The wise person looks deeply within and unwraps the threads of hindrance and confusion and reaction through focusing on one's clear speech, clear vision, and refinement of compassionate action. So others, we cannot change, nor should we choose to. We do change our response to them. Thank you. And we are coming close to the end of our time here today. Uh, I'd love to ask if you could tell us a little bit about some of the things that you have coming up on the calendar this year, for instance, doing the um, once-a-month wisdom classes, the Masterfully Illuminating Monthly Wisdom Class Series, uh, those are on the third Tuesday of the month, beginning February 21st. Yes, well, I have fun doing this, and I decided to make it experiential and experimental. So each of the monthly classes will also have an experiment wherein one can test their connection with the universe and also make more clear their understanding of their interconnection with one another. So the science of heart resonance is what we will explore. And so the first month is wake up, you are the change you seek. And it is uh, co-visioning the world you want and calling upon your ability to actualize your gems of wisdom. And then stepping out of the matrix is to see how uh, thought forms condition view have contributed to uh, our lives and making a choice about the type of life we want and how we step out of the matrix. And then April is a spring cleansing, exploring the ideas of purification. What can you make impure which is naturally stainless? 
what to make impure is your uh, projection and thought around that natural wisdom. And we look at uh, physical transformations, uh, contrib contribute contributed with diet, contributions from right diet, and uh, certain healing herbs as pacifying and purifying the energy pathways within the body to clean eyes, ears, speech, the heart, and illusion of separation from the seed of wisdom within is the exploration of April. And clarifying our view is who are you and how do you express such wisdom? And mind consciousness, what is it? And so there is a support text for that month. It's uh, Opening to Our Primordial Nature by Ken Chin Shayred Powton Rinpoche and Kenpo Sewang Daniel for those who wish to read it. And Gratitude, the Sweet Medicine. And uh, also there will be teachings on the family of life. And for those who have not uh, read uh, Shell Drake's book on bioresonance, I invite people to read it, and this will make more uh, understandable. Uh, in ordinary language, the heart resonance of the human family. And uh, then there are uh, summer teachings. Uh, during the summer, there is a five-day seminar the Power of Heart Resonance, it is a deep exploration here in the country at the Peace Village where we have the good fortune of wondrous springs and uh, ley lines that illuminate the wisdom within. And there's also a one-on-one -on -one mentoring program that I'm doing with a few selected people. Uh, and I will be opening that up again. And there is an application process. And then there are ongoing Sunray organizational events. There is the Peacekeeper teachings via video live stream or in person at the Peace Village. The Elders gathering last weekend in July. And also I will be teaching at a conference in Montreal uh, it is a, a group of spiritual scientists and explorers. They've been meeting for many years. And uh, then in September, I will be teaching a Yeshe Soigil Guru Padma Sambhava Terma teaching. And those are overviews of the teachings to be shared during the year. The uh, monthly conversations actually give the individual opportunity to test and apply uh, the words that are shared and the wisdom that becomes apparent in the individual's heart. And the monthly masterfully illuminating classes are hosted by Jennifer, Reverend Jennifer, <laughs> and uh, actually have were the first uh, doorway for me teaching uh, on a larger scale uh, after uh, some years of uh, teaching very quietly. I'm not sure if you dropped off there, Venerable. No, I just became silent. Uh, okay. <laughs> so that completes uh, what I have to say in this moment. And I do want to offer those who are uh, attending this call for the first time, we'll send a sample of one of our previous um, transcripts from earlier monthly classes. Uh, as a gift to you. Mm, wonderful. 
Venerable, I just uh, would love to share, if I might, and ask a, a couple follow-up questions about this wonderful list of events. So um, the it looks like the next event is uh, uh, that's in person is the Spring Peacekeeper Weekend, which is April 22nd to 23rd. And people can do that on live stream, yes? Yes, they can. Great. And then there's there's the Fall Peacekeeper, which is October 21st to 22nd. And um, it's my aspiration to attend both this year. And the the, um, the the weekend of teachings in September, the Yeshi Soigil teachings, those uh, where are those going to be in, at uh, the Peace Village? Yes, they will also be held at the Peace Village, and they are for those who are Buddhist practitioners and who have been uh, practicing uh, their nundro or have completed their nundro. Mm-hmm. So there are and, preliminary requirements for that teaching. Okay, so people can email info at beautywayproductions.com if they'd like info on any of these. They can also go to sunray.org and beautywayproductions.com. Yes. And um, I, I will also just add uh, my... My few words here, I've been going to the summer teachings in July this year, July 1st through 5th, uh, with Venerable, and it's such a wonderful time. It's one of the my favorite things that I do each year. I like to go and spend extra time there in the Peace Village. I personally like to camp and stay on the land, but there are many, many bread and be- bed and breakfasts um, in the area, so I just encourage people to include that in the summer planning because it is such a healing time to have that extended opportunity with venerable with the community and on the land it's It's just absolutely magnificent, so I highly encourage people to do that and uh, I can also speak volumes for the one on one mentoring program. And those applications, you can, uh, again, you can email info at beautywayproductions.com or visit the website. And if you're not already on Venerable's um, email list, she sends out a steady stream of beautiful quotes and inspiration, and uh, she'll be sending something tomorrow. So you can easily go to beautywayproductions.com, and right there at the bottom of the home page, you can sign up for her occasional emails, which really are just a lovely gift to receive in your email inbox. They're beautiful and they're so inspiring. And of course, there's the Facebook page, the fan page, where you also have uh, many beautiful images and quotes posted there all the time. So I'd like to let people know about those inspiring resources because sometimes we can uh, get get a bit lost in the moment in our journey and how wonderful to have a gift of inspiration at Facebook or in our email from you, Venerable. Well, Jennifer, thank you for remembering all of those things, and I think you were the one who uh, transformed me into an electronic grandmother. (laughs) (laughs) I do my best. (laughs) I can communicate with people through many time zones, uh, as well as through the heart's natural perception. So I'm happy that we can communicate in this way. And whatever way is the way of ease for those who wish to uh, hear what is being said, uh, there is a way open for you. Hmm. So when we are complete here, I uh, would love to speak the long life prayer. 
may all beings benefit from our exploration, may all recall their natural luminosity, may all find their way to the shore free from illusion. Emanation of rainbow light, Dharma wisdom, three fires bright, guide upon the beauty road, calling all to see, crystal reflection, boundless compassion, caller of four winds, wise grandparents, seven sisters, may your mission be accomplished, may we assist you in the light, may you receive many blessings and live a long good life, we thank you Dahani Oahu, gift to the people, great mystery, great lady of the Buddha families, who holds the secret Vajrayana in the lotus grove of the teachings of the practice lineage. You are the glory of the Buddha's teachings and of sentient beings. Blessed are the Vajra Dakini. May your life, Dahani Oahu, ever remain firm and long. Wonderful.